welcome to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We're two friends taking an explorative journey into all things astrology and a little woo. I'm Christine. I'm a creative, intuitive counselor and coach and astrology enthusiast. We Pisces like to wear all the hats. You can find me on IG at the Dreamy Piscean. And I'm Shelby. I'm a licensed social worker, a big feelings person, and a light skeptic. Uh, here to learn all the astrological things. You can find me on Twitter at Shelby Tweeting, and being a Cancer Rising on Instagram at Shelby Cooking Things. Welcome to our show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. I'm Shelby. And I'm Christine. And we have a really good episode for you today. I'm yes. super excited. We have a special um, guest. I know, I know it's going to be good because we already recorded the meets um, <laughs> with our special guest. So, yes. oh my God, it's going to be really fun. Um, but, well, I guess Christine and I have already had a lot of conversations about how we're doing. So I'm not yes. even going to ask. Right. <laughs> Because I know. Virgo season. It is. It's Virgo season. Um, Instead, I'm just going to ask you, Christine, what's CoStar giving you today? So, CoStar says, you don't need to know the answer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I know. I know what that means in context of your life. Um, yes. And you're right. Just let it go. You gotta just let it go. Go with the flow. Release it's almost the control. retrograde. Right. It's time to just. We're in a retro shade. Yes. Time to release. Time to slow it down. Run it back. Mm-hmm. All of the above. All of the above. Well, what about those do's and don'ts? So, do grocery list. That's in desperate need, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> desperate. Um, white out. Ooh, take it back. Again, run it back. Um, <laughs> grid paper. Oh, very. Uh, yeah, a lot of list making for you. Yeah, yeah. Grid paper. Okay, don'ts. Announcements. Okay. No announcements. <laughs> Algorithms. Oh, it sounds like just get off social media today. And that is what I did. <laughs> good, and good for you. Uh, glass objects. Mm. See, I've had glass objects like three times this week. And really? Telling me not to do them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's happening to me. A lot. I feel like one of my. Uh, ones from last week on the show was also glass objects. Like, don't hold on to anything. You're going to break it. Wow. <laughs> this was it's the vibe like, that I was getting. I'm very fragile right now. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, uh, relatable. relatable. Right. Very relatable. Very fragile. Like, no glass objects? I, I see. Okay. I am the glass object. <laughs> It's me. It's me. Don't hold me. Please don't drop me. Yes. I will shatter into a million pieces. I will shatter. (laughs) Yeah, Virgo season came in, like, real emotional. Real emotional. Mm. It's funny, because I didn't get that 
at all. I feel like yeah. I got, I got, it's time to go back to making lists and cleaning your house in places that no one's ever going to look. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Leo Susan was emotional for me in like yeah. a weird way. Like a, remember that meme that you had last week that was like someone on the Simpsons being like looking at themselves in the mirror like mm, yes cute yes and it was like Pisces like two minutes after crying yes that's that was all of Leo season for me or no it was Leo <laughs> it actually I think the meme actually said Leo yeah oh yeah yeah and I was like same mm-hmm. yeah that was me all Leo season I feel like and now I'm feeling a little bit more organized but yeah still still chaotic yes (laughs) emotionally I mean I feel like I've been busy I've definitely been busy since Virgo season of stars it's just it's very interesting like all of a sudden I'm like okay we're doing a lot of things we're okay we're very active like okay we're doing um but also in the midst of that a lot of emotion (laughs) like just yeah a lot of emotion coming up just so processing all the things that you're doing takes a lot yeah. of work it's it's interesting just how mm. life lives <laughs> life lives life lives we know yes. christine and her virgo stuff <laughs> right this is this is my favorite season <laughs> it's the most it, wonderful time of the year it's virgo and also season <laughs> simultaneously the most challenging I yes think. yes but we're, you know, the, the the next day was better, you know, things are, yeah, the week has been interesting. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I'm going to spend time with my nephew. That's like my like emotional yeah. respite at the end of the week. Aww, <laughs> it's like, yeah. let's go be with a two year old and do those things. <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be good. I'm excited yes. to see all the Instagram content of him. Being you know, T two time. Yes. Uh, so cute. Yes. So cute. <laughs> okay. So what's CoStar giving you today? So today, CoStar is telling me to study my heroes. Oh. Okay. And I I had to really think about this because I read it earlier and I was like, who are my heroes? Like, right. Introspective. We keep, we keep saying this on the uh, on the pod, but like you know, loyal to no one. So I'm like, okay. who are my Listen. heroes? <laughs> who are they? I don't know if I really have any. Like everybody has flaws, so you know, right. I don't feel like I really have anybody to. Oh shit! It's time. Sorry. Do you ever? This is. I just got a notification while I was looking at uh, CoStar. <laughs> do you ever use the Be Real app? Have you ever? Do you know about the Be Real app? No, what it see like? Am I old? No, what is <laughs> no, the no. It's app? I think it's like a really new thing, uh-huh. uh, where okay, it's this app that sends you a notification once a day, every day, and no, and you, once it sends you the notification, you have two minutes to take a picture of what you're doing exactly in that moment. And you can only see your friends' posts if you do it, and you do it, like, on time. So it's, like, oh, you're being wow. real because you're, like, telling people, like, exactly what you're doing. And it's time for me to be real. So you're going to be in my be real really quick. <laughs> I 
Okay. Thank you. It's such a fun app. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with it, but I only have like five friends because it's not very popular yet. But anyway, my bad. Look, I'm going to look it up after after this. Uh, it's fun. Please add me. Anyone else on, that listens to the pod want to add me on Be Real? It's a great time. Yes. Um, it's still like new though, so it's like really buggy. So sometimes I'll post a picture and it just like will not post, and I'm just like, well, what the hell happened there? Anyway. It's like I'm trying to be real. I'm studying my heroes. (laughs) That's what CoStar is telling me to do. Um, Yes. Let's see. Let me go back in here. So my do's include lockpicking, schemes, and conspiracy. So we're getting a little, uh, you know, into some shit today, apparently. Some criminal shit. Yes. Okay. Uh, It's telling me my don'ts are... Stalling, complicity, and repetition, which Hmm. is wild because that feels like all I did today. (laughs) Oops. Sorry. Well. (laughs) Not ideal. Didn't get that one. I missed the mark today. Don't beat yourself up. Thank you. It's Virgo season. I'll try not to. (laughs) I like the conspiracy though. I'm I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I can tap into my conspiracies later mm. today. I'm with it. So yeah. I'm with it. That's co-star today. Co-star's giving, giving the real as usual. Do we have relatable content for us we today? We do. We do. All right. So I. I'm forgoing my usual um, relatable content, and sorry, I I just got distracted by oh, something okay. I saw. I'm so sorry. I was trying to pull it up. I just got, I got so distracted. distracted by the Be Real app, so just don't <laughs> even worry about it. I did a whole tangent to tell you about it. Oh. <laughs> I okay, so. I am forgoing the usual relatable content for a Virgo season astrology update, a horoscope, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to read through them for everyone. Um, so here we go. We're going to start with Aries. Okay. Aries, the sun moves into your sixth house, pulling focus to your day-to-day routine. Take inventory of your habits Make space for activities that support your mental and physical health. Harness Virgo's analytical energy to get organized. Mm, Okay. Nice. Taurus. Yes. Taurus, get ready for some spice. The sun energizes mm -hmm, your fifth house of love, creativity, art, and pleasure. Embrace Mm -hmm. a new romantic or platonic connections explore your inner child you're feeling flirty and fun and it doesn't go unnoticed okay taurus get it all right (laughs) um (laughs) gemini you might move this month or focus your energies into your home life freshen up your space clean out your closet and get organized if you live with a partner family members, or roommates, it's a good time for open and direct combos. With Mars and Gemini, 
you're also especially curious now and ready to learn. Hmm. Okay. Spring waves. Um, Cancer. Your quiet August is over. With the sun in your third house, the spotlight is on communication and expression. Create, share, collaborate. You might make a short trip or join forces for a new project. Use Virgo's taskmaster energy to get organized. Your social calendar is about to blow up. Mm, that sounds... Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, no. <laughs> My immediate reaction was no, no. no. Um, <laughs> not blow up. I, I like a light sprinkling of events. Um, <laughs> but see, I'm not a cancer. See, this is fine. That's, um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, okay, Leo. Whether you've traveled internationally or took on learning to learning new subject matter, Leo season was a total whirlwind. Now the sun moves into your second house. The focus shifts to your finances, budget, and values. It's time to get serious about your money and living according to your values. All right. Get it together, Leo. Get that money together. You had a good time last month. It's time <laughs> to get it together now. All right. Noted. <laughs> Yes. Um, Virgo. Happy birthday, Virgo. Mm. Hey. The sun supercharges your first house of self and set and identity. Embrace fresh ideas and new solutions. Your season kicks off with a powerful trying between Mercury in Virgo and Pluto in Capricorn. Make the most of the powerful new moon in Virgo on August 27th. And prepare for Venus and Virgo to amp up your love life September 4th through September 29th. Mm, Mm, All right, Virgo. Mm. Libra. Your social butterfly era is over. Oh, no. Uh, mm. With the sun (laughs) in your 12th house of subconscious and inner psyche, think of this as your cocoon before Libra season. Say no to plans when you want to say no. Rest, recharge, and reflect. This is a time of closing out old chapters and making space for the new to unfold. Oh, and self-care is a must. All right. Yes, come on, Libra. Self-care this month. That's all right. Got it. Got it. That's good. Uh, Yes. Uh, Scorpio, you're feeling extra social. The sun illuminates your 11th house of friendship, making this an ideal time for rekindling old friendships and forming new connections. Opportunities for networking and collaborative projects likely arise. Okay. Okay. That's very, you know, I feel like it's unlikely for Scorpio to be feeling extra social. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, okay, y'all are coming out. Okay, Sagittarius. Sag, it's time for career moves. With the sun supercharging your 10th house, the focus is on your professional path and the mark you want to leave on the world. Are you content in your current role? Have you received recognition for your hard work? What's your next move? All right. Okay, Sag. All right, Capricorn. Cap, with the sun moving into your ninth house, this season is all about adventure and expansion. You might travel or plan to travel internationally. Or 
curiosity might attract you towards leaning, learning, sorry, learning new subjects or exploring new paths. This can feel like a spiritual or philosophical time. Mm. Okay, Kat. All right. Aquarius, you made some big romantic moves during the Leo season. Now the sun moves into your eighth house, supercharging your Virgo season with intensity. Examine your closest intimate ties. Release control and old self-limiting narratives that don't serve you. Embrace vulnerability. And last but not least, Pisces. (laughs) Yes, Pisces babies. With the sun moving into your seventh house of relationships, your love life takes center stage. (laughs) Is that so? (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Taken. This is just all right. Taken Pisces might feel ready to take a partnership to the next level. Single Pisces might meet someone new. More than anything, this is a time of evaluating your relationship values. It sure is. <laughs> evaluating those values. Listen, and that is like every post that I saw like at the beginning of Virgo season for Pisces was like your relationships, your relationships. So clearly, yes, like you know, yeah, we're in the seventh house. Relationships. Uh-huh. Yes. Like we are, you know, Pisces, we are, we're doing relationship work this season. So. Okay. Good luck, everyone. May the odds <laughs> like, be ever in your favor. Wait. <laughs> okay. Keeping it tight. Right. right, right. And thank you to the Cosmic Latte for that horoscope. For Virgo season. All right. Um, So I have just one. We'll try to keep it short and sweet today. Um, But just one of my, uh, now that we're playing this game of I bring you a tweet and you try to guess what astrological sign you think it is. Okay, yes. Let me put my thinking cap on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think too hard. Um, Okay, so this comes from um, Sid Divine Tarot. And she says, she's a 10, but she disappears when she's sad. Oh, is she a Pisces? <laughs> so, honestly, definitely a water sign, I feel like. Yeah. Definitely a water sign. It could also be cancer, I think. It could also, yeah, I was going to say, it could also be cancer. We're very, we're but, very ghosty when we're sad. Yeah. Yeah. A little, little ghosty. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, want to be alone in our little caves. <laughs> I can't remember if I've shown you this or not. I got a new tattoo a couple weeks ago, and it's just what? a little ghost girl. Oh, and it's just—it's <gasps> oh, super hard to see, but it's just a little ghost. And I'm like, yes. oh, this is very Piscean of me to have this little yes. ghost. <laughs> little ghost. Look, I've been like drawing out this tattoo like recently, so that's so interesting. I'm like, yes. A new tattoo will be coming sometime this year. Mm. It's going to be an interesting one. Do you want to share? <laughs> or do you want to talk about it off mic? Yeah, we can talk about it off mic. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> That's cool. I'll ask you. I'll try to remember to ask yes. you about it later. 
I'm also like planning a bunch more. I just like I'm in a phase of life where I yes. just really am into Get that on. right now. Yes. <sighs> Transitional phase. I just want to just put them all Tat over my body. Yeah. Yes. So I, I have an appointment you. to get another one uh, next week or two weeks from now, I guess. You know what? I just thought about <laughs> interesting correlation. I think I got my first and the majority of my tattoos within my Saturn return period. <laughs> I knew That's you were so say interesting. That. <laughs> I knew wow. you were gonna say that. Yes. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That's, That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a transit happened or something and I was like, time for tattoos. Yep. <sighs> yeah. I just it's like you know, I feel like I waited late enough, you know, it's like thirty, Same. almost thirty, like I've thought about this. <laughs> yes. I didn't get my first one till I was 28, and then I didn't get another one for several years, and then my next yeah. one was when I was, my first big one was when I was 30, and now I'm just ready to just cover myself in them. So, yeah. yeah. Jack, the other day, was like, are you, are you okay? Are you, and I was like, yeah, I just, like, really am excited about getting tattoos, and he was like, okay, it just feels like you're getting a lot. I was like, yeah. <laughs> It does. You had one, and now you have fifteen. Like, what happens? That's how it goes. That's how it it goes. You might slow down. You know, everyone's pace is different. Like, I took a break, but I feel like I'm about to be back. So we'll see. I I definitely have like a few that have been planning in my head, but this (laughs) one is kind of new. It's like a new inspiration. I'm like, yeah. Okay. We'll see okay. about it. I like it. <laughs> um, any other relatable content that we want to touch on today? I think I think we're good today on relatable content. All oh, right. I did have something. <laughs> Go ahead. So, we have recently discovered that there is a yes. an astrology dating show oh called Cosmic Love on Amazon Prime. It's going to be so good. And I think we're going to do a watch along. Yeah. 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 We have to. We have to. Yes. So. I asked the internet and like six people were like, yeah, I'd love to see you review that on the podcast. So I'm like, okay, that's enough for me. That's <laughs> enough. enough for me. That's, <laughs> that's all it takes. Yes. Like just, just a few people like, absolutely. Let's do it. So, um, Maybe we'll carve out a little piece of the show. Well, maybe we'll do an episode a week or so, you know, so we're we're not, you know, going in too deep just enough. Yes. Um, and we can come back and, and chat about it during relatable content. So fun. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love a watch right. along. <laughs> Me too. And I it's been a while since I've really, like, I'm usually late to things, so I'm excited. I'm going to watch the first episode soon so we are yes. prepared to, to have a conversation about it um actually that's maybe something we can talk about off mic maybe uh since i'm gonna be in town in a couple weeks maybe oh, right. we get together and we just you know instead of doing a full episode because it's labor day next week or not yeah by the time this episode comes out next yeah. week will be labor day so maybe we just do a little like review of the first episode together. I would love to. Now, I will tell you that I did watch it. 
but okay. I also kind okay. of watched it distracted. So like I would like to tune in more. So I'll wait to watch it again. But I do want to say that there are not one, but there are two Pisces men on this show. Ooh. And I was like, oh, oh it's going to get messy. Oh, it's going to be so messy. <laughs> okay, well, I'll watch it again. Or I'll, Sorry, I'll watch it for the first time. But then when we get together, we can talk about it and just record yes. it and just yes. have that. So, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's two Pisces men. It's going to be two awful. Two Pisces men. Yeah. It's going to be I mean, so bad. I'm going to tell you, the first episode, I was like, he already... I was, mm-mm, you're already making the wrong moves, sir. No. Uh, but <laughs> I'm going to let you watch it. I'm going to let you finish, but, but. Ooh, I'm like, this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm excited to watch this. I'm very excited to watch this. Yes. Um, all right. On that note, should we um, take a little break and then come back with our, our special guest? Yes, absolutely. All right, y'all. We will drop right in, uh, take a little break, and then drop right back into our interview. So we'll see y'all shortly. See you soon. Bye. Welcome back to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. We are here with a very special guest today, Cosmic Cat. Hi! Hey girl! <laughs> Love it of a delay there, but yeah, I'm so excited to be it's here. Thank good. you ladies for having me. Yes. Well, would you like to introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, what you do. Yes, of course. So I'm Cassandra, but uh, you probably know me as Kat, and I'm the content creatrix behind I Am Cosmic Cat. Um, I'm the internet's favorite astro babe. I yes. also do creative mentorship, and I sell a whole bunch of really cute pastel witch goodies. So I'm like a jack of all Ooh. trades. I do it all. I love it. <laughs> same, girl. Same. <laughs> you guys are over here with your cute, like, influencer like, <laughs> very creative and I'm just over here with like a real regular person Instagram account and a podcast I love so it I don't know what I'm doing honestly I no. miss it I wish I could just revert back to like a regular Instagram account. like I have my regular yes. Instagram account but social media takes over your life so it does yeah it is I mean it's like all-encompassing like oh I've got to create content I've got to do these things I've got to post at this time like it's a lot it's relentless. <laughs> <laughs> so we just wanted to have a little chat with you today um, and, you know, get into some astrology, get into some you. Um, so just wanted to start out with your big three, your little three. Yeah. So I'm a Taurus sun, moon and a Virgo rising. I almost forgot my ver- my rising sign for a second there. And my little three, I am an Aries Mercury and a Aries Venus. Ooh. Oh, what's the third one waiting for? Mars. Wait, Cancer Mars. Mars. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, there was a third. <laughs> yes, there's a third. Very so Aries, nice. Mercury, Venus and Cancer Mars. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I also what do have think? an Aries, Mercury, and Venus. <laughs> really? I love yes. that. Okay. Yeah, I think, do we? does that mean we all have an Aries, Mercury? Yes, it does. Mercury. Ooh, this conversation <laughs> is about to be, like, hella decibels. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to get 
So loud. Yeah. Yes. Just screaming over one another. <laughs> so I love all of your big three are earth signs. You are probably extremely grounded, maybe? Uh-huh. Yeah, I definitely can be. Like, I'm, as a Virgo rising, my chart ruler is my Aries Mercury. So I feel like I come off a lot more fiery than the average earth sign. But, yeah. oh, hell yeah. I am, like, a triple earth goddess. Like, yes. no one can okay. rush me. I'm very self-assured. I'm very self-aware. I'm stubborn AF, so all that stuff. <laughs> the best things. The I best love things. It. Yes, the favorite things. Yes. A lot of my favorite people are, are Tor- Torians, as uh, as they say. Yes. So, yes. You know, yes. it's right in. And then of Christine, of course, is a is Taurus rising. So Taurus rising. Yes. I love, I love that. Tauruses. You can tell you're Venusian. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> So, tell us about your journey with astrology. How did you come into astrology? Yeah, I've been into astrology since I was about nine years old, honestly. And my mom had one of those really, like, thick 80s books. I don't know if if you guys know the one, but it's like that teal-looking one. It's just like the book of astrology. It's like circa 1980-something. (laughs) <laughs> and I opened up, I've always been obsessed with like personality quizzes and stuff. And once I discovered that, I just like ate it up. And it used to be like just a play thing. And I just kind of like, I like studied it. I guess I didn't realize at the time that I was like studying it so hard. And I would like, I wanted to understand my birth chart. At first it was just like, oh, I'm just a Taurus. And then you kind of get into that birth chart discovery. And it's so magic to find out that there's so much more to like unearth. So yes. that, that's really where it started. <laughs> Yeah, so you were pretty, I mean, you were young. Like, I feel like I, I mean, I didn't come to astrology till I was a teenager and it was kind of that, like, back of the magazine yeah. situation. So I, I didn't know anything really about astrology probably until a few years ago. I think, a, I think a lot of the world didn't really care about astrology right? as much as they care about it now until a few years ago. Yeah. And, like, I would say, like, I think the pandemic made everybody, like, a bit more spiritual because suddenly Mm. we were just, like, crammed in our houses and everyone just wanted answers. And, you know, like, that thing they say, like, oh, like, astrology and tarot is, like, recession-proof. So it's like... Okay, yes. (laughs) Yeah, well, because when when shit hits the fan, everybody wants answers. So I think that's where this kind of, like, astrology boom really happened. Mm, that's yeah. I mean that's yeah I didn't even think of it that way but yeah I think that's definitely a thing that happened like people are like well what do we do what 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 are the answers why is this yeah happening? exactly yeah what's going on <laughs> right <laughs> exactly yeah yeah I also think it's super interesting that you a got into it really early but then b knew about birth charts early on like I think everybody was maybe exposed to astrology early on and just had that like oh I'm you know like I'm a Pisces and so I was always like really trying to identify with that and it fits sometimes but then every once in a while I'd be like you know that doesn't really fit so just to have that whole person you know entire birth chart awareness so early on yeah I wonder if 
do you feel like that played into your own personal development, self-awareness as a young person at all? Absolutely. So my Mercury's in my eighth house. So that's like the like investigation house. So as soon as I latch on to some information, I just really like am a bloodhound for it. Like I just go searching for it. So similar to you actually, where I related to my sun sign, but I was like, why don't I like completely relate to my sun sign? Like I'm like, I'm not like, this kind of um, I'm super Taurian though let's be real that Taurus moon <laughs> right I the Taurus moon cannot be hid but like the Aries placements you know or like the Cancer Mars all that stuff I was like where is yeah. this coming from and then once I found it I was like oh my god I need to I need to learn everything it was like a secret language that only I could understand yes yeah. mm. I love that um, I feel like I'm just now kind of getting to that point, and most of it is thanks to Christine and also her <laughs> asking me to be a part of this podcast because I'm like, my role in the, as the podcast host is like, I don't really know anything about astrology, but I'm just uh, like here to learn things. You're here for the ride. I love that yeah. though. We all represent like yes. a different journey, like a different place in the journey of like, you know, discovering astrology. So I think that's yes. super cool. Yes. Yeah, I think you're maybe one of the, the more expert astrology guests that we've ever had. So yes. thank you for that. Oh thank my you goodness. for the opportunity. Yes. Thank you guys. I'm so flattered. I almost never feel like an expert ever. <laughs> well, in this space, I feel like you probably are. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take my flowers. Yes. <laughs> so how do you use astrology in your everyday Oh my God. Um, well, I was going to say I have ADD, so I'm neurodivergent. So I feel like astrology is one of my like interests. So yeah. I bring it up all the time. I notice yes. it everywhere. Um, there are lots of different astrologers that use astrology, like to understand, you know, the future or current events. I've always used it for like people and to help me understand people it's helped mm -hmm. me understand myself better. It's helped me understand my partner better, my friends better. So I think I use it really in like a social context, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think yeah, it's like, a great like interpersonal tool. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, like someone will be like, oh, like, you know, I'm an airy sun and they'll be like, I got a cancer moon and I'll be like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It just so you it helps you up. understand a little better. Like, oh, okay, I see. All right. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to bring the fire, but you're sensitive. So I'll watch out yes. for that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yes. I think um, that's something that I feel like Christine and I come back to a lot on podcasts is we both have, you know, sort of mental health backgrounds. Um, oh. And I think that's it. For me, astrology feels like such a good tool for a, for me, you know, personal self-reflection, but also just to understand the people around us in a different way. It's, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. It can like definitely increase your, you know, your compassion and your empathy for people. I know like people are obsessed with compatibility and they want to know instantly, like, will we match? And it's not right. really about being a good match <laughs> or a bad match. It's more about um, understanding the energies that individual people are bringing to a relationship or a situation. And then basically working with what you got <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely exactly <laughs> and it's you know I think you said earlier you were talking about um how you were also into like personality tests and things like that and so I I remember thinking about that when you said that like very same you know like in being in the mental health background um we would learn about those like in school and whatnot 
Um, it's so very familiar. So it just kind of, it, it all flows together. It's like, it's just another way of understanding. I feel like far more complex. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know like all my like big, like INFP, Enneagram yeah. 4, House Slytherin. Like I know everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Slytherin comes in. Yes. <laughs> That's official, okay? Your Potter yes. Mark, Harry Potter house quiz, that's an official personality test. <laughs> yes. I no love way. it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us about life as a full-time witch and creatrix. Um, it is both heaven and hell, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. It's, you know, yes. it's kind of given me the space and the freedom to truly express myself and self-expression is um, one of the most important things um, that I value just in my life. Um, Astrology has helped me with my self-expression because it's kind of like helped me be at peace with the person that I am. And this was kind of just like the next like stage of it in the next level. I've always been a very um, spiritual person and like just very open-minded and open-hearted um so yeah this journey has been like super cool and i feel like i discover more about myself and my capabilities every day um but it's no joke too like working for yourself is very it's challenging so i think um there's a lot of glamorization and it's like fun you know like but at the same time i'm like ooh, i'm i'm running a business here like i've decided to turn something that comes very natural to me into a business so yeah unfortunately that means i'm not always doing things that i love like i would say like 60 percent of the time i'm doing like you know paperwork or like my taxes and i'm a triple earth sign so like i'm i'm worried about that that's always in the back right. of my mind <laughs> it's like get the work done see and i'm i'm in a similar situation and like but i am very like i'm a Pisces sun and moon. I've got my Taurus rising. So like it helps me get together a little bit, but really I'm just out here. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to work on the, the inventory stuff. And yeah. Oh yeah, I need to do this. Oh, <laughs> like, God bless later. That. Yeah. God bless that Taurus <laughs> rising though. Like that's going to keep you anchored for sure. Yeah. That's good. I love that placement for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I imagine the, uh, the, I just can picture like your Virgo placement just like really helping you during tax tax season like, oh yeah taxes done I feel like that's the like you know very business uh, what I guess Capricorn is more the business minded sign but also it's I feel like we relate a lot to Virgos being just like getting things so done so detailed yeah. yeah yeah perfectionistic sort of yeah um, and I, I imagine that comes in handy when you're working for yourself exactly yes. Virgo is like the day-to-day energy it's like it's the work you put in Yes. Um, every single day so it helps does it make me a little neurotic absolutely it's it's like having like you know when you like open a whole bunch of tabs and there's like music playing in one of them and you're like trying to find the music the music is the Virgo rising <laughs> yes. it's running in the background I'm like exactly <laughs> I'm like please shut it off where is it coming from so that's what it's like to have a Virgo rising <laughs> See, I need a Virgo manager. I've I've been saying this for a while. I'm like, I need a manager, and yes. they need to be a Virgo. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh. Well, you know, you 
be careful what you wish for because I've well, had yeah, Virgo. I've had Virgo bosses, and let me tell you, they are a very, very particular bunch. So yes. they yes. don't really like to let people do things on their own. So they can be t- they can that be low key tyrants. Yeah, a little micromanaging. I believe it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. And honestly, if I had to pick, I think like the best kind of boss, I would actually yeah. say a Gemini. Ooh, okay, tell us why. Yeah, um, Geminis are great at multitasking, mm-hmm. and they're very personable. They have their quirks, like all the signs. Yeah. Um, but I just find them to be, like, really naturals in, like, a workplace. They're just really good at doing a whole bunch of stuff. But they're not micromanaging because they're, right. they're an air sign, right? So they're a little bit more, like, like hands-off. They're like, yeah, you just go and do your thing and let me do right. mine. So... I'm a 10th house Gemini, but maybe that's why I'm like, I like like a Gemini boss. I'm I'm a Gemini moon, so I feel like that, maybe I could see that for myself a little bit. Yeah, I love that. I mean, great communicators, you know, just like, I I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I, that's who I would pick. No Virgos, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. No, I mean, I would, I would not say Pisces would make, I mean, in some ways, I think we would make good managers like being compassionate and whatnot but like as yeah. far as getting things done <laughs> i feel like that is not our energy uh, yeah it's it's like what's what's your intention right like are you right like, are you climbing the ladder or do you just want to like a boss that's gonna like hold you when you like cry in the stock room then right. i want a pisces boss for sure right <laughs> totally totally Okay, so before, I know Christine has several questions, but yeah, yeah. kind of related to the last question, um, you know, I feel like you talked about there, and again, I don't want to over glamorize like working for yourself mm-hmm. because I know it's really hard, but I also would like to hear about like, what is your, what is your favorite thing about working for yourself? Yeah. Oh my God. I love that question. Yeah. Bring, bring it back to the joy. I'm sorry if I got really morose <laughs> on that really quickly. <laughs> It might just be the, the time in my life that you've caught me at. And that's right. probably why. I think if you asked me a few months ago, I would have started off really like, it's fun. It's a blast. Um, the best thing is doing like whatever the heck I want. I love that. Yeah. Love that. I am not good with rules and with people telling me what to do. And I think I've always known in the back of my mind that I have to work for myself. And making the leap was the hardest thing. Um, but like, the confidence that you get trying to navigate your day to day and like just mm. making shit happen. Like no one is coming to save me, you know? So if I, if something needs right. to get done, I need to like, you know, put in my batteries and like go and like go for it and like kill it. And I like, I love that. Cause at the end of it, I'm like, wow, I did that. So that's really <laughs> like cool. And it's just like, it's fun. I love it. And I've, I have like an office background. Like I'm, uh, I was working in advertising for like five years, um, oh, and wow. I still work now. I yeah, I still do like lots of freelance stuff. I'm a copywriter, um, mm-hmm. and it was like great. I love the creative part of it, but like I hated the bureaucracy part of it. And, yeah, you know, meetings and people telling me what to do and having a set schedule. So now I have to tell myself what to do when I work twenty four seven. So that's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> That is okay, I wonder is that is that part of it too that is like challenging, like the the work the life balance. You said working twenty four seven. I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's a lot. You have to mm-hmm. kind of like having like a schedule is like important. I try not to like 
beat myself up too much about not having like a perfect schedule because if I'm being honest I don't have a perfect schedule right. I really am flying by the seat of my pants here um but it's great <laughs> I, I personally I love having the flexibility to like plan my day and build offers and I'm a very very creative and expressive person so I love having an idea and it doesn't have to go like up a line you know like I, I don't have to like run it by someone who has to run it by someone who has to run it by someone else I'm just like we're doing right. this this month that's the plan let's go let's kill it and I I love that I love that speed it's that it's that Aries the Aries placements <laughs> I want to be fast <laughs> yes <laughs> So I know that you like to get into celebrity birth charts um, on your Instagram. So yeah, I was curious. <laughs> um, I'm definitely, I'm a huge like pop culture hoe. So I like love, <laughs> we love it. Yes. I love celebrity birth charts and I have like my yes. series, my hot guy astrology that I need to bring that back. I need to add more of that hot guy yes. astrology in my life. <laughs> um, but I love it. I love like looking at their charts and like trying to find out like similarities between them or like, you know, mm. um, common placements in famous people or like comparing it to like what they're going through in their lives. And I like, I dig that. I have so much fun with it. I love having fun with astrology. Yes. So, I mean, what's one of the most interesting things you found in like your celebrity birth chart digging and matching um yeah i love like i think mutable placements are like a really good sign of like fame or some kind of mm. you know notability or like notoriety sometimes um like sagittarius i know we associate most people will associate fame with leo right um but i, I it's actually sagittarius Okay. Sagittarius is like I noticed lots of famous people have like Sagittarius North Node, Sagittarius mm. Moons, Sagittarius Suns, and it's just like it's really cool to see that. So every time I look at a celebrity birth chart, I'm like, let's see how many Sagittarius placements there are. Sagittarius is like the world. It's like True. bringing your yeah. talents to like the world stage, you know. Whereas Leo placements and Leo energy is more like it's just self-expressive, like you know, for oneself. It's like coming from one soul. But Sagittarius is like, okay, let's take this to, let's make this global. <laughs> yes. I, I love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sag. Okay. So it's, it's interesting that you say that because I feel like I was looking this up for something that we were doing a while back and the mm -hmm. two that I thought were the funniest to me were there's like 10 or 15 like different rappers that are all Gemini's. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you all end up as Gemini's? And then the other thing that I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, there's, uh, I think it's either air. Yeah. I think it's an Aries moon. Like a bunch of cult leaders have Aries moons. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. that all makes sense to me. Like I, it's true that a lot of um, rappers have Gemini placements and it's like Gemini is the sign of communication. You know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's two brains working at once. It's like, it's poetry, it's moving, it's fast. Mercury is the mm. messenger. And a lot of rap is about sending these messages out to the world with style. Gemini is a trendsetter, the ingenue. So I feel like that fits for a rap artist 100%. I'm never surprised yeah. when I see a rap artist with a whole bunch of Gemini placements. I'm like, oh, of course. Mm. 
Right. Huh. Yeah. Yes. And the Aries is like Aries is the leader, right? Aries right. is like yeah. the leader, and like Aquarius placements too. You gotta watch out for because Aquarius rules the eleventh house of mm-hmm. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Else to, to uh, keep in mind. Yeah. Yes. Like, what is it like? I read is like so. Jared Leto has like a whole bunch of Aquarius placements, and he actually runs a Thirty Seconds to Mars cult. It's the creepiest thing. Oh I've ever my heard. god! <laughs> look, yeah. me yeah, typing yeah. in. Let me go look that yeah. up. <laughs> oh man, you should look up the pictures. It's like him and his like weird Jesus beard, and he's oh, like everyone's god. wearing all white. It's very creepy. <laughs> it's love to yes. do an expose on that, or for someone to do it because I'm not going. to. I was gonna say, I'm like you. Book that ticket, Shelby. Get in there. All right, here's the thing. I'm gonna go undercover into the Jared Leto cult and yes. go from there. Like, yes. Yeah, no, I have no idea what I'm doing, but that is fascinating. Yeah, yes. and I like I would love to like look at the astrology behind that. I have I've only like glanced at his chart. I haven't done like a deep dive, but just yes. just from looking at it, I'm like, mm, he thinks there's some strangeness going on here. So mm. it all makes sense. Interesting. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. Last week we were um, talking about Till Swan, uh, and just. Yeah looking into her birth chart a little bit. So I'm sorry, yes. can you repeat that? Whose birth oh, chart? Oh, uh, Teal Swan. Um, I, like, can't even hear you. Oh, no. Teal, Teal Swan, she's the, oh. uh, they just did the documentary about her on Hulu. Oh, um, Teal Swan? I have no idea who that is. Who's this? Oh. oh. Okay. She <laughs> is in a, kind of an alleged cult person. She's, like, a YouTube personality um, which is interesting. We did a, an episode about um, descendant signs and shadow work and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, and I was Googling and like, she's always the first person that comes up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but she's, they did a documentary about her pretty recently on Hulu and there's some alleged, <laughs> but I keep yeah. feeling right. like alleged. the word alleged, <laughs> uh, some cultish <laughs> activity happening on her little compound thing that she has. So it's a, it's an interesting deep dive if you're ever curious. She's got a yeah. fascinating birth chart and she had some Aquarius placements. Yeah. Nice. And you know, um, we had the great conjunction took place in October of 2020 and that's when Saturn and Jupiter moved into the sign of Aquarius and Saturn's been in Aquarius for a few years now. And so it's yeah. kind of exposed all these like groups. I don't know if like you've noticed, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. it's very like kind of like searching for the truth and like exposing a lot of shady practices because yeah. like, you know, the positive side of Aquarius is all this like brilliance and inventiveness. But then the flip side is it's a fixed air sign, you know? So it right. has its, it's Aquarians are very stubborn in their ideologies. And that mm-hmm. really is kind of like, um, you know, laying the groundwork for the start of like these high control groups, like cults and stuff like that. So I think mm. that's why lately, I don't know if you've noticed, it's like every, the like cults are like on everybody's yes. like lips. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. <laughs> and it's like, they've always been there, but it's right. just, been exposed so greatly and i'm here for it I'm yes here for it. <laughs> yes yes let's expose all of this yeah i love i love learning cults. about the cults <laughs> <laughs> my favorite conspiracy theories yes 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 oh my god so um so yeah go ahead oh, 
go ahead. I was just gonna pick up on the questions so you yeah, don't have to answer yes. to ask all of them. <laughs> um, but you mentioned Saturn a second ago, which different, totally different context when we're talking about Saturn in this question. But um, we were curious if you would share a little bit about your Saturn return story, and we just kind of wanted to see if you had any sort of Saturn return esque advice for us <laughs> slash our listeners. Well, me really, because I'm in the middle of mine right now. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm so old. you have Saturn. <laughs> You're like I've been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Shelby, you have Saturn in Aquarius is what I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you're like, we're in the middle of the Saturn return. Well, actually, we're at the end, but the tail end, the last degrees have been really hard. Um, but yeah, my Saturn return started in 2020. Um, I actually had no mm-hmm. idea about it until like then, until I started realizing, oh, why is my life just like falling apart? What is going on here? <laughs> yes. And then I went to look it up and I was like, oh my Saturn return started and I had quit a really toxic high paying job um mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like am I crazy for quitting this six figure job in the middle of a you know panini right I was, like, <laughs> yes. I was like what is wrong with me but that's the thing with Saturn's energy is it really just comes and it like organizes your life it like Mary Kondo's everything but like in a yes. really aggressive um, you have no choice kind of way. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I, I kind of thought that I was, like, in the clear. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, made a big move, uh, like a physical move from oh. one place to another. And now I'm kind of feeling like, hmm, oh, I don't know. I think I'm still yeah. in it. Like, I think there's things still happening. Yeah. Here, so. Well, yeah. Saturn has been, like, retrograde a lot. And if it retrogrades, that really does feel like taking a step back. It's been activated by so many things, too. Like, the North Node moving into Taurus and Scorpio has activated the, you know, Saturn and Aquarius. So if you have lots of fixed placements, Scorpio, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, if you have Saturn and Aquarius, you're going to feel that, like, tension. Because these are signs that are square to Aquarius, and square is all about creating tension. Um, But the key there is, like... um, just autonomy and making choices. That's what I love about squares. I'm a big fan of the harder aspects. Like, I'm like, people are like, ooh, trines and sextiles. I'm like, trines right. and sextiles are boring. I'm like, give me an opposition. Give right. me a square. Give me a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a quincunx. I love the energy. Because yes. it's like, it, the beauty about squares is that they, um, they force you to grow. So if you do the work, you really, really do reap the rewards. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you, Shelby. Uh, the retrogrades hit me really hard. As a Taurus, sun and moon, I have, like, Uranus right on top of my moon. So I thought, like, mm. oh, I'm like, oh, once Virgo season begins, I'll be great. And I was, like, great for, like, 24 hours. And then the next day, <laughs> I'm like, oh, Uranus is uh, close to my moon. Lovely. Okay, this is fantastic. I feel like... You know, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh okay. yes. yeah, it's tough. It's really, really tough um, energy. And I guess my advice is to just trust yourself. You mm-hmm. really need to trust yourself. Um, your Saturn return, I call it like a cosmic puberty. So it really is this beautiful chance to grow up 
but to grow up in a way that is shedding the way that you've been taught before. And I think that's mm-hmm. really beautiful. And if you work with the energies, oh my God, you can come out like a whole different person. And it's just about being brave. I feel like you need to be very, very brave and mm-hmm. really, really trust your gut and yourself and bet on yourself, right? You have to know, you know, and the, like we were talking about my business and my business, like Cosmic Cat, it was formerly Style by the Signs. I just changed it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a product of my Saturn return. This is a product of my Saturn return. Me yes. taking the leap and choosing to do something that when I first brought it up in my mind, I'm like, Cat, you're crazy for wanting to do this. This isn't a real thing. No one is a professional astrologer. No one reads tarot cards. Like, you know, no one wants to buy these cute things that I make. And then all of a sudden, here I am doing it. Like, I, I bet on myself um, yeah. against all odds because there will always be, like, naysayers and people who are telling you you're nuts. <laughs> yes. Sure, but... Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's actually really helpful and I, I feel really like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to bet on myself. That's yes. good. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Trust, trust the things that you do. It really is about um, just stepping into yourself as an adult and as, like, the leader of your life. That's what Saturn wants us to do. Like, that's why we call mm. him, like, Daddy Saturn. It's like yeah. a stern father that's, like, super hard on you and they're only doing it because they love you because they know what you're capable of. Even on those times where you're not quite so sure of what you're capable of yet. Okay. Yeah. I just have to stop really quickly because I think we might have to call the episode daddy Saturn. Daddy Saturn. I'm here for it. Never heard that. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, yes. But also it makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, it is very much, large and in charge of your life yeah yes yes getting you absolutely. together mm-hmm. absolutely so we've got some um some transits well we always have transits happening um but they're always, the, happening. They're always going on um mercury retrograde is coming and i know mm-hmm. the girls love to uh get all up in a bunch about Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Do you have any like retrograde advice for for our listeners? Honestly, I like I remember when Mercury retrograde was like not a thing. Like people right? didn't really like know about it or care about it and then suddenly it just became this like like what do we call it? Like seasonal alarm because it happens like three or four times in a year. <laughs> Where it's right. all of a sudden it's like, stop the world, it's happening. But I, right. it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. I right. think um, Mercury retrogrades encourage us to just slow the F down. And yes. as a double Taurus, I am here for that. I will take any opportunity to slow down. <laughs> same, same. I am absolutely here for yes. it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like at this point, everybody should have, like, a Mercury retrograde, like, survival kit already. You know? Like, you just got to be prepared for it. I, um, you know, I'm ruled by Mercury, so every Mercury retrograde really gets me. Um, And the funny thing about that is I notice every Mercury in retrograde, my partner and I, like, we'll fight. Like, we'll fight. We'll have, like, a big fight. (laughs) Oh, wow. And then I noticed a pattern, and I was like, 
hey. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, um, I noticed that every time Mercury retrogrades, we like, we beef. Like, we don't see eye to eye during that Ooh. time. It's very easy for us to go from like one to a hundred. And he's like, oh my God. So now when Mercury retrograde comes, we literally warn each other. <laughs> I love and it. And it's so good. That's and so good. You have to. It helps, yeah. right? So now I know the Mercury retrograde's coming. So I literally like talked to him yesterday and I was like, hey, I'm like, it's Mercury retrograde shadow phase. And he's like, oh God, when? And I'm like, it just started. We're in it. Right now. We're yeah, in it now. exactly. We're right in now. It. Like batten the hatches, grab canned goods, like a blanket, yes. a flashlight. That's the vibe when Mercury retrograde happens in this house. But we're just like, we're just prepared for it, right? So I just encourage everybody to like, just be prepared. There's no reason to stop your life because life is messy. Life is about miscommunications and mistakes and I always tell people if something happens during Mercury retrograde that makes you really stressed and anxious don't do anything rash until after because I find that as soon as Mercury stations direct again Mm -hmm. things just like miraculously go back to normal so it's just the universe's way of you know giving you a second chance maybe that you didn't even know that you needed um, giving you kind of like the space to take a breather and slow down, um, giving you the opportunity to come across really unique things that maybe wouldn't happen, you know, cause you're like on your merry way, just like, you know, running through your days. Um, right. and Mercury is just like, Hey, but what about, what about this? What about this chaos? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. And it just, I don't know. I feel like it has, I, there was a point where it was not a thing and then a point where it was a thing. And I, part of me wonders like if some of that is a, just like the cultural zeitgeist of like people being more interested in astrology, but also Mm -hmm. we're so much more reliant on technology now than we were several years ago. Yeah. And it seems like it always, at least for me personally, retrogrades always affect me in like a weird way. Like weird yeah. tech things happening. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my computer crashed. Or like last week yeah. I was trying to edit the audio for our episode and there was this one clip that I kept like deleting and it kept showing back up in the episode. And I was like, how is this happening? <laughs> We're in the retro shade. We're in the retro shade. I love that. I've never thought about that. It's so true. It's kind of like it's a little more like it fits more into our lifestyle and like you said because we're so dependent on technology when it doesn't work we're like oh my god you're literally cut off from the world like if you don't have any tech if you're you know if instagram is down or whatever suddenly you're like oh my god like i don't i don't know (laughs) right like what do i do (laughs) like yeah oh i have a whole day i can live but yeah yeah exactly i only have like real life to get back to right god forbid Well, and it, but technology is also, and social media specifically for both of you guys is such a big part of your, your business and your like livelihood and right. yeah, um, I don't know, Instagram being down is kind of a big deal. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it can be. And you know what, when that happens, and if you notice like lots of people in the spiritual community will be like, I'm taking this as a sign that it's time to log off. And that's what we do, you know? So yeah. Mercury retrograde <laughs> is all about going with the flow. Do not fight the retrograde. You will not win. Right, right. Yes. Good point. You you never will. No. You just got to go with the flow, take what comes, be slow, you know, no last minute changes, no rushing. Just kind of be open and see. I think uh, this one is happening in in Virgo. Uh Uh-huh. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I, I... 
You know, I think Mercury retrograde happening in Virgo is really, really fits on the nose with what I'm saying about just like slowing down and like yeah. Virgos have, um, you know, they want to do a hundred thousand things a day and then they want to beat themselves <laughs> up when they only get through like, you know, 900,099. Right. Um, it's like, oh, I didn't get to that one yes. thing, you know, so Mercury retrograde just really like <laughs> pumps the brakes and is like, actually, you know, just, just chill, just smell the roses a bit. Yes. Yeah, I love I like that. That's good advice. <laughs> Be prepared and then go with the flow. Go yeah, the flow. exactly. <laughs> I love it. So, we don't have any more particular questions, but wanted to see if you wanted to jump into any topics we've talked about in the past. Um, we've talked about retrogrades and Saturn returns. Um, we talked about the Pluto return of the United States in the past. Um, oh yeah yeah any any thoughts any you know um yeah i mean ooh, it's been a long time coming for the united yeah. states of america so um i mean pluto is uh destruction it's unearthing it's um it's power you yeah. know, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. Um, and then on the flip side of that, you have, um, you know, I, I actually posted something. I had like a little a little coven I ran uh, last, like early this year um, yeah. called the Hot Witch Club. And I like posted something about talking about the nodes moving into, um, you know, uh, Taurus and Scorpio. And that kind of bringing up the themes um, for the world that we might see and mm. you know the north node represents you know the way forward the way we're headed and when we think about the sign of Taurus I think about the environment um, I mm. think about sustainability I think about slowing down um, kind of reverting back to a simpler time um, you know the pandemic was so heavy like tech zoom we're still in a pandemic I want to make that clear but yes. you know we're still so heavily relying on tech, and then as soon as the no the North Node moved into Taurus, it was like people were just so desperately craving that like one to one like interaction, like being outside, being with their loved ones, um, wanting affection, and I feel like that's like very much Taurus North Node. And then on the flip side of that, you have Scorpio South Node. Um, so we're dealing with a lot of like money stuff. Um, so like the way we spend money is changing what we consider currency, like to be currency is changing. Yeah. Um, but it also reveals a lot of like corrupt, um, power structures. The way I describe the Taurus and the Scorpio axes is always like Scorpio, like South node is like, you know, the roots and the bodies buried under the tree and fertilizing yeah. this beautiful tree. And the tree is the Taurus energy that's like bearing fruit, you know? So if the roots, if it's rotten at the roots, the tree is rotten too, right? Mm, so mm-hmm. that's that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Like I'm getting that, that getting was... information. Like I'm, I have a Taurus uh, North Node, Scorpio South Node, so I'm like, ooh, I love that. Taking oh that yeah, in. so you'll <laughs> you'll be seeing those themes like in your own life, personally, mm-hmm. or Aiden, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about like, what what houses are they in? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, let me see if I can remember. Is my north node? I don't know if I remember off the top of my head, actually. 
Um, you're a Taurus rising, so uh-huh. it'll be actually in your first and seventh house then. Right? Okay, your first yes. house north node. Yeah, okay. so that's really like, about. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot you're a Taurus rising. I'm sorry, but now I remember I'm like, if you're Taurus rising, so that means Taurus is in your first house with your north node. So you're really kind of exploring your identity and maybe mm. perhaps extricating yourself from, I would say, like some toxic relationships. Because mm-hmm. um, Scorpio in the seventh house can kind of give us a history of, you know, tumultuous partnerships. So I would say um, <laughs> this north and south node activation for you is really about um, finding your independence. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Yes. Listen. I'm just, like, I'm just, I'm just thinking mm-hmm. about yeah. what does that mean in the context of Christine <laughs> and like, some of the conversations yeah. we've yeah. had. <laughs> I love it. Yes, love come it. on. I needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I hope that helps. It's good. You know, when we work yes. with platonic energy or scorpionic energy, there's lots of room for growth and transformation and having a lovely first house, um, you know, North node and ascendant. It's just a really beautiful way. It's like, it gives you this really incredible ability to take the bad things that have happened in your life mm-hmm. and like make them use them to make you stronger and make you a better person and, more yeah. creative and more open and loving. So, I love that. Yes. Love that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, I'm trying to think if there's any other things that like we should ask before yeah. we get out of here. Is there anything else just like off the top of your head that you can think of that you feel like you want people to know or any just like other astrology things that are really interesting to you i'm trying to think of what we've talked about on the um, podcast before but <laughs> well we, t- we talked about saturn returns we talked about our big threes pluto we covered so much we yeah talked about hot guys birth charts which i think yes. are a very very important very part important. of astrology. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Extremely important. Like, I am out here doing the Lord's work. The Lord's work. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I do have one other question, and this is um, one of the things that we've talked about on the podcast before, mm-hmm. but um, exploring um, Venus signs and aesthetics and, Ooh. like, kind of dressing for your Venus sign is something I see a lot on a lot of people talking about. Um, more recently and so I wondered if you had any sort of commentary on just like aesthetics and your Venus sign and things like that. Oh yeah I love working with your Venus sign for aesthetics. I use it a lot in my um, creative activation which is like my one-to-one creative mentorship and a lot of people come to me like for aesthetic help they're like I have this brand and I just it's not translating it's not and usually I'll ask people what are their rising signs in their Venus sign because Venus deals with you know beauty and how we kind of like express ourselves and also what we find beautiful um, in the world. So I love work with your Venus sign for like literally everything. I love it, and that's again yes. I'm a double Taurus, so I'm like very Venusian at the same time yes. of being like very mercurial. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I love working with Venus signs like for your um, for your aesthetic. Absolutely, like I'm I'm an Aries Venus, so. You know, I love, like, really bold colors. And if you, like, yes. you know, go to my Instagram, it's, like, so much pink and red. And it's just, like, in your face, blah, all the time. I love, I love it. it. I love but it's it. also kind of edgy <laughs> because it's in the eighth yeah. house, right? So I like yes. to have a little – it's, like, cheeky, I describe it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so 
I guess, do you mind if I ask you, my Ooh. Venus is an Aquarius and I don't, I'm like, okay, I want to, I, I guess I just don't totally know what to do with it. Like, what, <laughs> what does that mean for me? Like, what does it mean to dress like an Aquarius or to like, you know, love like yeah. an Aquarius? Yeah, what does it mean? Venus is such earthy, like Venus is associated um, with a Taurus and Libra. And Libra is an air sign, but Libra is a Venusian air sign. So its air quality is expressed in this very, like, beautiful kind of way. This, like, lighthearted, um, but so powerful. And then we have, like, an air sign like Aquarius. And Aquarius is almost too cerebral for Venus. And that's probably where the struggle for you comes from. Like, Aquarius Venuses, like, don't know how to just, like, chill. <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> i'm really bad at it <laughs> i think um with an aquarius venus i would just stop trying to be like everybody else because you're not so i think it really is about finding and embracing your own unique definition of beauty and of love and all that stuff so if you have a particular style that you feel really like i'm drawn to this this makes me feel sexy or this makes me feel like I'm at my prettiest when I am in this then I feel like that is major Aquarius energy to just be like I don't care what everyone else is doing I'm gonna do my thing and that's what makes you magnetic you know yes. so yeah. hopefully that helps just embrace your unique style and uh, and yeah flaunt it yeah. no yeah that is helpful because I think I, I think about it too hard so I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> Good stuff it. there. Yes. Well, Kat, thank you so much for joining us today. Would it was you my us... pleasure. Yes. Would you give us just your, your information again on the back end so people know where to find you? Yeah, of course. You can find me on Instagram at, at, at IamCosmicCat. Um, or you can check out my website where you can um, book a reading with me. I actually don't offer astrology readings right now. So the only astrology content um, you can get is if you book a reading with me, a tarot reading, um, yes. or just binge my entire Instagram profile. <laughs> yes. um, and yeah, you can shop all the cool stuff I make too at IamCosmicCat.com. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us. This was such a fun conversation. Yes. And I know our listeners are probably going to get a lot out of it. And yeah, that's thank you. I had a blast. You ladies are wonderful. I love being in this Pisces sandwich. Yes, yes, yes. I'm surprised that no one cried. Right, I I love it. (laughs) She did. I did touch a little something. I was like, ooh, ooh." a little. I tried not to. (laughs) I I knew. I knew. My earthy sensibilities. I know how to handle Pisces. It's always yes. just like right here. Like mm-hmm. they're just always about to come out at any moment. So, you know, it is what it is. I love that. I love that. I'm glad none of us cried. Thank you so yes. much. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Kat. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the I'm Such a Pisces podcast. Um, We hope that you enjoyed our wonderful interview with Cosmic Cat. She was so great. She was awesome. I loved it. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just so like willing to be on the pod. And yes. yeah, it was just such a good conversation. We we talked off mic about how she really touched on some things for both okay. of us. Okay. We were not expecting it. <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, ooh. I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready to feel feelings. Right. But here we are. <laughs> That's okay. It was good. It was, it was they great. were all good. Yes. She was so wonderful. Yes. Oh my god, if you're not already following her on Instagram, please go follow her. Go follow her. Her, her page is so cute. Yes. Uh and yeah, she just does great work. So it's the Aries yeah, Venus. Excited for, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's she's just a great communicator. Yes. Great at putting things out into the world. Yeah. Hopefully looking forward to more uh collabs at some point in the future. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. So we're going to wind down. Um, And so I'll ask, Christine, do you have a Pisces moment of the week? I do have a Pisces moment of the week. And I'm pretty sure that it is a repeat. But it's just an emphasis on how much music is important. Okay? Um, Yes. (laughs) The other day, I was sitting out on the porch with my partner, and we were playing some music, and um, I lit up some incense. It's having me a little, you know, good time. So, Mm -hmm. whenever I get high, like, (laughs) a song comes into my head, and it's not all, you know, it's always something different, but just like, it's like the music starts... (laughs) The music starts in your own head first. Yes. And I don't know if that's, you know, the same for other people. Maybe everyone has a different experience, but, like, that is when the music comes on. And it's a song, I say a song comes to my spirit. Yes. And I share it with my Instagram. But, like, the the song was Busta Rhymes, Give Me Some More. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I was expecting. Okay, right. Like... I haven't heard that song in years, and I mean, I oh was God. vibing out with my little incense. <laughs> I was dancing, like, on the porch. We're outside getting it, and then Melissa, like, asked me something. Like, she starts talking to me about something, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> not computing. Oh like, God. I am vibing. Like, what yeah, are you talking I, to me oh about? <laughs> I can't hear you. That is <laughs> such a thing, and it... Okay, so it's interesting that you say that because I am in this phase right now where I feel like I've been in a weird place for the last few years because I only ever wanted to listen to podcasts. Like, I, it was really hard to get me to, like, listen to new music. I was, mm-hmm. like, really struggling with it. And something happened in my brain where I just, like, now I just have to be listening to music all the time. Like, I just do not want to listen to anything. And if I'm really feeling it... I will get so upset if someone interrupts that moment. Yes. And I'm just like, well, now I'm going to start the song over. Right. And I did. <laughs> like, and I did. Uh, yeah. And, and did. did. <laughs> because yeah. I was, I mean, I was just like, okay, you're, you, you're still saying words. Okay. Let me pause. What are you saying? Because I can't hear you because I'm vibing. <laughs> I'm vibing. Okay. You're disrupting the vibe. You're a bitch killing your... Bitch, don't kill Come my vibe. Except you're doing it. Except, you know, she's not a bitch. Right. No, no. Not in that way. Right, right, right. 
But it was very much like the teacher, the, the adults on like Charlie Brown's like, wah, 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 wah. I'm like, what are you saying? And I'm like, why are you trying to talk? And I'm like, you see me. You see me. Like, you see, <laughs> you see me. me. Vibing. Vibing. Like, I was in a whole dance moment. I'm like, what are you saying, ma'am? <laughs> That is very funny, very <laughs> Piscean of you. Yes. Um, and it reminded me that I don't, I, so I was not really sure what I was going to talk about because I didn't have a Pisces, I sold Christine off mic, I didn't go to therapy this week so I don't have a Pisces <laughs> moment. Um, but I do have a Gemini moon moment um, where I, I went to my first big arena concert since... Ooh. 2019 probably right and i went to go see kendrick and baby keem yes and speaking of bitch don't kill my vibe i i vibed i was having a real gemini moment where i was just like really feeling it and being so social and it just felt so good to like be around people and see a show like now i let let me also say uh, <laughs> I wore these boots that I was like, mm, I look so cute. <laughs> and then we walked, we went to my friend's house to pregame, and then we walked like half a mile from her house to the concert venue and then walked back, but then we stood the entire concert. Oh. On the, you know, it's like, what? it's an arena, it's concrete stairs. Yep. It's It was, <laughs> my feet fucking hurt so bad. Oh, and I, I know did it to did. myself. <laughs> But you know what? I didn't even care. I was having such a good time. Yes. I was vibing. I was feeling social. It was fun. I just I just had a really lovely time. Yes. I love <laughs> it. I love it. <sighs> yeah. Just, it's, I saw your stories. I'm like, yeah, come on. I know. I know. I know everybody hates a Snapchat or an Instagram concert, but uh, that's that's where I was. I was posting videos. I sure post mine just every time. <laughs> like, you know, you're going to get this. Because it you doesn't just, happen that often. It really, it, 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 not enough. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm there, you're going to see it. Right. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling in, like I've been in a real Gemini moon moment lately just being very social just getting out amongst the people doing the things i love that you know so i'm (laughs) christine's like i love that no you don't i love i love it for you though i do (laughs) i want to love it for myself i'm you know but that's okay you don't have to love it i'm just in a phase right now (laughs) because it's, it's part of you and so i love that for you i'm like me, I'm just over here in my hermit world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'll be in town in a couple weeks. Yes. I'll get you out and about on the town. Yes. We'll see what we can do. You know, <laughs> thinking about just having like an open invite for anybody who is friends with me to come to a place and like have yes. some drinks and do some things. So, I'm with you it. Know. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's all I got. That's all I got this week. All right. Well. And per usual, we got no perguntas. No so perguntas. No. Let's roll it on out of here. Let's roll. So, we're going to do the spell outs. Yes. If 
you all would like to communicate with us. <laughs> and we really want you we, to. We would love the communication. It's it's Virgo season. Virgo is ruled by Mercury, which yes. rules communication. Now, I know that's more of a Gemini thing, but still right. Mercurian energy. So please communicate yes. with us. <laughs> please. Um, so please. if you would like to do that, our email is suchapiscespod at gmail.com. And that is spelled S-U-C-H-A-P-I-S-C-E-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. You can also find us at Such a Pisces Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and then, of course, we would love it if you, you know, listen to the podcast. If you've made it this far, share it with a friend, maybe, that might be astro-curious yes. like yourself or like us. Um, and then while you're at it, go rate us five stars and like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this right here. That's right. Rate. Five stars. <laughs> That's the only option. Yes, five please. stars. Five. Don't you love us? You don't want us to be sad, do you? <laughs> yeah. You don't want us to cry. Anyway. <laughs> I guess we will. It doesn't take much. Yes. Uh... Oh, before we go, I just remembered yes. something from a few weeks ago. <laughs> so What's a few up? weeks ago, I took a little poll. I didn't see how many people actually voted, but... Um, I took a poll on the podcast Instagram and I asked Mm -hmm. if they wanted us to make another playlist for season two. (gasps) And at that time it was a hundred percent. Yes. So, okay. Something for us to think about, you know, if, if people want to give us suggestions for a theme, yeah, what's What's the the vibe? vibe? Give us a vibe. Another sad girl playlist. We did we no more sad girl. Into... No more sad. <laughs> no girl more crying. Okay, we're right. gonna we're gonna give another no side sad. of Pisces for this this <laughs> Maybe a nice uh, smoking playlist or like a, a you know fun Ooh. dissociation yes. soundtrack. <laughs> the vibe out, vibe out. <laughs> yes, the vibe out yeah. playlist. Yeah, yeah, I think that could be fun. But if anybody has suggestions. Send them to us. You know where to find us. We already gave you the spell out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Send us to, uh, you know, all those things at suchapiscespod at gmail.com. And uh, I guess we'll see you for possibly a short episode next week. Yeah. All right, right, (laughs) y'all. Bye. Bye.